Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step, feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way. And now my mission in life is helping kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul. So you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm, and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite, because the world needs you now more than ever to become her, so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. Well, hey there, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And today's podcast is coming at you with a heavy heart and a sense of urgency behind this heavy heart to help you to see and understand that every day that you wake up with breath in your body and eyes open matters. And if you are not utilizing your gifts and talents to impact the world for God's glory or to impact whomever he's called you to for his glory, then you are wasting your precious days that you have here on earth. And if you are sitting and spinning in doubt and fear and procrastination and self-sabotage, allowing the lies of the enemy to keep you stuck and not doing anything about it, then you are wasting your precious days that you have here on earth. So today I'm going to be coming at you with a whole lot of tough love because I love you. And I know that God has something amazing for you. And I want to see you step into everything that he has for you. A week ago today that I'm recording this podcast, which is Friday the 18th of August, my precious Roddy Kara was alive and well and laying on the floor next to me while I recorded my podcast. Today, however, she is not here and my heart hurts really bad. So I'm going to be citing several examples of why everyday matters. And I'm going to start with my story. Seven weeks ago, 
my sweet baby Kara had surgery on her hind foot to remove one of her toes that had a very large melanoma in it. My vet felt like she got really good margins and, you know, depending on whether or not anything else had gotten into her system before we found it and actually did the surgery, she was very hopeful that we would actually have some more time with her. And except for having horrible withdrawals from the pain medication, she actually recovered pretty quickly and was able to walk actually the very first day immediately after surgery, which was amazing because prior to the surgery, she wasn't able to put any weight at all on her foot and she was hopping around on three legs, which was really awful to see. So for six weeks, everything seemed like it was going well. She was eating like a horse. Um, you know, she would walk a little bit. She didn't want to go far, but she would walk and I was actually very hopeful. And, um, last Saturday night, I tucked her in her bed like I did every night with lots of hugs and scratches and kisses telling her how much I love her. And I went to sleep and she just seemed to be having really restless nights. She was moving from her bed to the floor and I was almost getting annoyed because I thought maybe she was just hot or something or needed to go outside. And I was really tired and just wanted to sleep, you know, just thinking about me. But at 3.30 in the morning, Holy Spirit woke me up and he told me to get up. And when I did, I found her sitting on the living room floor, like most mornings when I wake up, exact same spot, no problem. And nothing really seemed unusual, except she kept cocking her head kind of back at this really weird angle at me. And her eyes looked kind of funny. She was panning a lot. And I don't know, I, I thought maybe she just needed some water because she did like to drink a lot. But she declined the water and um, I thought maybe she needed to go outside. And so I said, let's go potty. And she tried to get up. And when she did, she looked like a little baby foal after it's just born when their legs are really wobbly and they can hardly stand up. But she actually did want to go outside, so I let her out and she went to the bathroom and she came back in and her legs were just flailing in all different directions and it was totally freaking me out, I'm not going to lie. So I got her laid down and I went and woke my husband up and I told him something really freaky was going on with Kara. And he came out and immediately she just threw up a bunch of foam and mucus on the floor and I'm sorry if that's TMI, but it was just really weird. And she couldn't move and she had this crazy look on her face and I knew that it was time to take her to the emergency vet like like now. So I called the one closest to us to make sure that they were actually there. Um, and they were, and my husband got her in the car and I took off. And when I got there, they were waiting for me because they're only a couple blocks away. And um, they took her inside immediately and she had a big seizure while she was there. And that literally freaked me out big time because I had never seen a dog have a seizure. And they gave her some medicine and they did a sonogram on her belly to see if there was any blood or anything there, which there wasn't. But at that point, I needed answers because looking in her sweet eyes, I knew that she was leaving me fast. Knowing that she had just had surgery for cancer on her foot, the vet said that more than likely the cancer had gone to her brain 
because that's one of the major causes of seizure seizures in older dogs is cancer. So I asked what could happen from there and the prognosis was horrible that even if I could get her to the point where we could take her home and they got her on medication, then it was still very likely that she would continue to have seizures, which could, you know, possibly happen in the night or even during the day when I wasn't home. And <laughs> there was no way that I could live with that crapshoot. So I looked deep in her eyes and if, and it was as if she was pleading with me to say goodbye. And so I called my husband and I told him what was going on. We had our seven-year-old grandson spending the night with us. We were trying really hard to not have to wake him up, but I just didn't feel like I could do it by myself. And so my husband came up and the texts were so sweet and they took care of my grandson and occupied him while we said our goodbyes. I've had dogs almost every day of my life since I was a small child and I've had a lot of them die from various things and I've had several of them that we've had to put down. But I gotta say this one was the hardest for me. So just like every night before she went to bed and every day before I left the house to go to my office and multiple times during the day, I hugged her, I scratched her all over, and I gave her lots and lots of kisses. And I said goodbye for the last time and it totally broke my heart. I literally couldn't leave the room. I just kept going back to her and hugging her and kissing her and finally my husband was like, it's time to go. <laughs> and I gave her one last hug and I went home and I was completely numb and I couldn't allow myself to sit still or get still because I knew as long as I didn't that I wouldn't have to think about it or process it, which by the way is not a really great way to handle your feelings, but I know me and I don't allow myself to numb my feelings for long, but when I have a really, really deep pain and grief, I allow myself to wait to process it. By Sunday night, I was totally exhausted and I actually slept very well and I woke up on Monday morning feeling sad, but grateful that I had the opportunity to love her and be loved by her. She was a part of a pair of Rotties, male and female, that I had rescued seven and a half years ago that were in horrible, horrible shape. They had been beaten and overbred and starved and had every parasite known to man and Kara actually had heartworms that we had to treat. They lived outside in the rain and they weren't housebroken and so I actually nicknamed them the baby ogres because I felt like I had two ogres living in my house when they first got here. I had to hire a very not inexpensive animal behaviorist to train them because at two years old, they had zero training, zero clue. They didn't comprehend anything. It was a very hard and long haul, but they took to me like I was their person. And they loved me hard. And even though in the beginning they were hard to love, I found myself falling more and more in love with them as the days went on. We lost Rocky, the male 
uh, two years ago to a mast cell tumor and Kara's heart was absolutely broken at that point. And it broke my heart to see her so broken. But after several months, she seemed to get better. And she just got closer and closer to me and we developed this incredible relationship that was a very, very deep love on both sides. And while I'm grateful that she doesn't have to suffer anymore because she had a very hard last few months, my heart is still broken and I miss her deeply. But I am also grateful that she is now reunited with her precious Rocky and they are running and playing at the Rainbow Bridge and I believe truly that I will see them again one day. When I went to bed on Saturday night, I had no idea that on Sunday she would be gone. But on Saturday, I loved her hard and I spent time with her and she ate like a queen and she had lots of treats and I don't regret not spending time with her because I did. I took the time every day to spend with her to show her how much I loved her and to make sure that she knew that I was there for her. And I know that she did because when she looked at me with those eyes pleading for me to let her go and say goodbye, I knew that she trusted me to do the right thing. So I encourage you to take an inventory of your life. And I mean every, every area of your life, your relationships, especially your relationship with the Lord. Are you spending time with him daily? Because it matters. Are you spend, spending time loving your kids daily? Because it matters. Are you spending time loving your spouse every day or just nitpicking at all the things that they don't do right? Because it matters. Are you spending time every day serving the people that God has called you to serve? Or are you sitting in doubt and fear and procrastination and sabotage, listening to the lies of the enemy who is keeping you bound in your automated story that will lead you to the grave, living a life of regret because it matters. How are you spending your days? Because every day matters. And I can assure you, you have an enemy that knows that because we are all only here for a certain number of days. And every day that you waste is a day that you will never, ever, ever, ever have back. I don't regret one day since Kara got sick. I took the time to leave the office early to go home and be with her. I made sure that she had good food and good supplements and clean drinking water and love and hugs and scratches. And that she knew that I loved her every single day. So my friend, what is it that you know that you should be doing differently that you're not doing because every day matters? So if you're in a rut in your life right now and there are things that are going on that are just not fulfilling for you, please, please, please understand that every day matters and the longer you allow yourself to stay in that rut the harder it's going to be for you to get out of that rut and the fastest way that i have found to get out of a rut is through vision and what i mean by that is you got to be able to see where you're going before you can actually get there you know i lived life for years without a clear vision and basically i just repeated the same things year after year after year and nothing ever changed my belief system was so screwed up from past garbage that deep down inside, I honestly really didn't even believe that things could change. 
and therefore they never did. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Friend, God has given us a sound mind. That means that you have the ability to think powerful, life-giving thoughts that lead to positive beliefs. But it doesn't just happen. So you can have great vision, but if you don't have the belief system to back it up, you're never going to get where you want to go. And if you don't believe that you can get where you really want to go, you have got to figure out why. Hey, 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 I am interrupting this episode with a very exciting announcement. And I'm curious, are you sick and tired of constantly being on the struggle bus when it comes to building your business? Do you wish there was a way to actually make money consistently in your business so that you can have more time with your family and live a life that you really, really love? Do you feel like you know what you need to do, but you can't get yourself to actually do it and you have no idea why? Do you feel like you're capable of so much more, yet feel like you're the only one standing in your way? My beautiful sister friend, I know firsthand what it feels like to be on that struggle bus, feeling like I was moving through life with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake, feeling like I would never create success in my online business and having no idea how things could ever change. So let me ask you, what would it feel like if you had a step-by-step process that could help you to rewire your brain from scarcity, lack, and not enough to the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have. And it could happen in a very short period of time from the comfort of your very own home. For a limited time, Money Mindset Mastery is still available for women who are serious about changing their identity and mastering their money mindset. These spots are first come, first serve, and when they are gone, they are gone. Money Mindset Mastery is an intense 90-minute one-on-one session where we will dive deep into your identity, your money story, and the programming that's keeping you stuck in scarcity, lack, and not enough. And I will teach you how to rewire your brain for abundance so that you can get out there and finally make money in your business. Imagine what your life would be like if you could actually be in control of your mind and your emotions and you had a brain that actually worked for you instead of against you. A brain that was actually looking for opportunities to increase abundance instead of shutting you down every time you tried to move forward. A life where confusion, doubt, overwhelm, and procrastination were a thing of the past because you had a clear vision of who you are, whose you are, and exactly where you are headed. As I mentioned, these spots are limited and they will go fast. So if you want to snag one of them, email me at wiredforkingdomwealth at gmail.com or find me over on the DMs and Instagram and I will get you more information. Now back to the show. And before I continue, I just want to make the announcement that, as I've said the last couple weeks, Money Mindset Mastery is only going to be around for a couple more weeks because I am going to be launching something very, very soon that's going to rock your world. For the last six months, I was hired to be the mindset expert inside of a business coaching container. And I have also had a couple other group gigs and I've really, really missed having the time to pour into more one-on-one clients because the greatest joy of my life is in seeing the Lord show up and transform my clients' lives in the most amazing ways. 
And so I am back with a vengeance, like I said, with a new program that's unlike anything that I've seen on the market. So stay tuned. And if you would like a sneak peek into what it is, feel free to email me at ignitehersoul at gmail.com with sneak peek in the subject. Um, or you can always come find me over in the DMs on Instagram. And I'll be happy to get you more information. Having beliefs that don't serve you is never easy, but it's something that you must contend with on a daily basis. If you ever expect to get out of a rut, my friend, it is so worth it because you owe it to yourself and your family and the world to do whatever it takes to overcome whatever you need to overcome and step into the amazing plan that God has for your life because every day matters. It's never too late, no matter how old you are, but you have to understand that every day really does matter because you only have a certain number of days here on this planet. So I urge you to please, please get started working on it today. And now that I've told you my story, as I mentioned, I'm going to give you a couple more examples. Today mattered to Paul. First Corinthians 9, 24 through 27, he says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Paul compared life to a race. He threw off any weight that would entangle him or slow him down in any way, shape, or form. He made the most of his pursuit of the prize. Runners don't wander. They head straight for the finish line. And he reminds us of this in Philippians 3, 12, where he says, not that I have already attained or am already perfect, perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also lay, laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Because he knew that every day mattered. And friend, the thing that will stop you more than anything is staying stuck in your past in a story that you have on repeat. Today mattered to Esther in Esther 4, 13 through 14. And Mordecai, I told them to answer Esther. Do not think in your heart that you will escape the king's palace any more than all other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Friends, you have an assignment. You are here for such a time as this. And if you don't do it, God will find someone who will. And you will stand before him one day and you will not hear, well done. Esther wanted to sit still and do nothing, but Mordecai wouldn't let her. 
The fate of God's people was at stake. Mordecai shocked her when he said, Who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. He pushed Esther to seize the day and she did because she knew that every day matters. And today mattered to Jesus. Matthew 6:34. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Jesus would tell us today matters. In the Sermon on the Mount, he tells us to seek first his kingdom and all the other needs we have will be added. Following that challenge, he reminds us not to worry about tomorrow. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Just focus on today because today matters. Jesus knew that every day mattered. He knew who he was, whose he was, and he went about doing the Father's business every single day. And since our job is to be more like Jesus, then we need to start emulating the way he walked the earth because every day truly does matter. Someone is waiting on the other side of your obedience. Someone is waiting for you to get up and move forward, whether it's your family or whoever it is that you have been called to impact. Because for every day that you stay stuck, it's another day that they stay stuck. And that really matters to them. So friend, that's what I have for you today. And I really hope that it tugged on your heart. You see, my princess is gone and I won't see her again on this side of heaven. But I made every day that I had with her matter. And seeing how fast things can change from one day to the next has sparked a fire in me to make sure that I make every day matter in every area of my life. Because I know that someone is out there praying for me right now and they're praying for you too. Please get out there and be the solution to their prayer. So thank you for hanging out with me today through the tears. <laughs> and prayers from my heart would be greatly appreciated because I don't know, dogs have always been, they've always had a very, very special place in my heart. And these two had a really, really special place in my heart because they came from such a bad place. And I am so grateful that God chose me to be a part of their journey. So if you need anything at all, please come find me over on Instagram and I will be happy to help you in any way I can because that is where I drive great joy. So I will see you next time. Hope you have an amazing day and God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.